1: When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento.
0: Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America all right everybody welcome to lost in america episode 196 my name's turner sparks and i am uh,
2: miguel kaplan
0: you can find <laughs> me at turner sparks on instagram you can find me at turnersparks.com. you can find kaplan at cap in america on instagram you can find this show at lost in america pod.com on the show today we have minister marco coming to us from cabo san lucas Mexico. He is here to explain. Kaplan, we're talking about corruption in Mexico today. Corruption at the highest level, coming from uh, Emilio Lozoya. We will get back. We'll get into that in just a second. But you before we get to, to that, Kaplan, so well, right. go ahead.
2: Oh no, no, go on, go
0: on. What do we got? I've spoken long enough. Before we get to that, let's get. Uh, so, so there's a corruption scandal happening in Mexico, right? Yes. Um, this is uh, taking peop- This guy Emilio Lozoya is claiming to have dirt on former presidents multiple former presidents and he's he's going down and he wants to take everybody down with him and that's all as far as i know so that's as much as i know so far but before we get
2: to that kaplan who's t- tell people about our patreon tell people they should already know but you know what they don't they don't all know we have a patreon page it's at uh, patreon.com uh, lo- slash lost in america Is that our, is that the, is that the Kaplan I'll
0: take back over? (laughs) Here's what you're a great pitch, man. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. The second best best pitch man on this show. So let me take back (laughs) over. I got to
2: recover. This
0: show is lost in America. If you want to hear Kaplan and I three extra days a week, just the two of us 30 minutes a day talking about life in quarantine. And also this is a great way to support our podcast. Go to lost, go to patreon.com slash lost in America for $5 a month. You get all those extra shows. And it's the way we can do this podcast. So a lot of people say, hey, this podcast brought to you by uh brought to you by tide brought to you yeah. by coca-cola no. brought to you by at&t no not us not us this show is brought to you by our patreon subscribers yeah, all those people over there. so jump on throw us five bucks a month be one of the masses join and so that way we can keep bringing you great guests like yeah. minister marco kaplan because um, if they don't they don't join then i don't want you listening
2: turn it off don't even don't even listen to this podcast. we don't want you listening no <laughs> i don't want you we don't want to get rid of listeners <laughs> we want to shred them. we don't want so yeah we want more listeners but we also want more patrons so please please support us anyway support on. us kaplan
0: and also uh people this people are enjoying this new format we're doing yeah this, we've switched four or five episodes ago talking to comedians about their about a global event happening in their city and uh the reviews are coming in now and everyone loves it let me i want to read one to you this is from last week's show We, uh, of course, we had on um, Muhammad Magdi talking about the Israel-UAE deal. This is a review on iTunes from MS Colt. I'm going to, maybe Mrs. Colt? Miss Colt. Miss Colt to you. Miss Colt. She says, I love the new format of the podcast. (laughs) After I listened to to the daily Al Jazeera news update, your Mm -hmm. guests have been able to fill in the blanks for me or dumb down the historical info I never learned about in school in the first place. Yeah, He says, I've been now able to communicate with my husband who reads the New York Times. My bad. (laughs) Who reads the New York Times every day. And I can tell him, listen, husband, I heard in my podcast that dot, 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 dot. Or I can say my friend who's from Egypt says dot, 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 dot. This info is priceless.
2: So that's a great review. Thank you, Miss Colt or Mrs. Colt. Thank you, Miss Colt. I mean, she's going to be missed soon because she doesn't need this husband to mansplain her anymore because now she's getting her <laughs> news from the podcast, which is what we're trying to do for people. That's another, another benefit to this new format.
0: Exactly true. And the, 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 the iTunes reviews help us. So go on over to iTunes. Yeah. Leave us a review. We'll read you next week on the podcast. How about that? All right, Kaplan, very quickly, one minute or less. What do you know
2: about corruption in Mexico? Let's start there. What I know about corruption in Mexico is that when I was in Tijuana and I got pulled over for an open container, I was able to. I, the guy took my passport away and was, said I had to spend the night in jail until the light bulb went off. That if I gave him twenty dollars, that all went away. So I paid him twenty dollars, and you know I went on my way and got got kept getting drunk. So I figure it's a bit of a. I feel like that's like a small example, and it probably a little bit bigger than that. There's some corruption. That's that
1: nothing. Too. That's <laughs> nothing. Well, hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. We haven't
0: brought you in yet, Minister Marco. Second, <laughs> what I know, I want to. Okay. To me, the corruption in Mexico, um, it's something we hear about all the time. Yes, right? we're kind of
2: numb to it. Right. We just as know it. you
0: had said, it is something that we just kind of there's this idea that if you're in America and the cops pull you over and they say you're going to jail, you're going to jail. There's this idea that in Mexico, if the cops pull you over, yeah, you grease them a little bit and you can get out of it. I don't know where this comes from. I don't know how it started. I don't know where it ends. I think there's also this idea that it's all uh drug, it comes down to drugs. And if these idiot college kids in America would stop doing drugs, then the the drugs would stop coming in from Mexico. Idiot and then kids. so blame the college kids. They're the only
2: ones doing drugs, apparently.
0: Idiot college
2: kids. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, they're doing most of them. Yeah. Am I wrong? Uh,
2: I guess, yeah. And I mean,
0: Wall man. Street bankers. Those are Wall the Street two groups. Wall finance bros. Most of the cocaine is coming from <laughs> one or the other. Uh, and that's that's kind of what I know in terms of this specific case. I only knew
2: about it because I researched it, but they haven't told us anything about it in the United States. I didn't know much about it when you mentioned it. To, this was gonna be the topic. I said I haven't. I don't read the Economist like you. I'm not hoity-toity. I can't afford that on my budget. So I read the, the standard mainstream media, and they're not covering the story at all. And I don't understand why because it's crazy. So uh, yeah, we don't know. I feel like we're just numb to each president, successive presidents. Like everyone knows Vicente Fox. That's the one president everyone knows here because. He's a character, and he made fun of Trump, so everyone likes him. But, like, right. I, I don't know. Was he corrupt? I don't know. I assume they're all corrupt, but I don't, I don't actually know this. I just Minister you know, so-
0: Marco, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank Set you. us straight here. What did we get right in yeah. that, in, in that uh, exchange, and what did we get wrong?
1: You're getting absolutely everything right and everything wrong at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: that's, that's, our, that's one of our mottos, actually.
1: <laughs> actually, let me tell you. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for having me on yeah, your show on your good podcast me give you a better great. introduction
0: actually before minister marco i didn't even set you up properly you've been on netflix you've been on amazon prime you do comedy throughout uh throughout mexico and sometimes up in the united states uh, yes. in both languages right i've seen video of you in english sometimes uh-huh. mostly in spanish out of cabo san lucas i know they have a comedy festival down there i don't know if you're, you've, you've been part of that but of uh it's an honor to have you on the show welcome to the show
1: Thank you, thank you, Turner. Uh, Yes, it is an honor. I happen to do comedy all over the place. I've been blessed to do comedy uh, in many different stages. And it all started funny because I'm actually a real minister. I'm a wedding minister. So that's why my name, Minister Marco. And one day I was doing a really fun wedding here in Cabo for Kevin Klein, And when the wedding was over, he, he had so much fun that he said, you should become a stand-up comedian. You should write stand-up. And I said, sure, whatever. One thing led to another. He recommended me to the person who organized the comedy festival in town. And before you know it, I'm doing comedy. And two years after my debut, I'm doing comedy in Hollywood for Netflix. So, yeah, that's my story in a, in a nutshell, really quick. And that's why my name, Minister Marco.
0: And this is Kevin Klein, the actor, or Calvin Klein, the... No,
1: Kevin Klein, the DJ, just like you guys, uh, the, the really famous DJ. Ah! So,
0: just like yeah. us.
1: I, the DJ? Just like you guys. Like yeah, God, he man. actually used to work for Playboy uh, Radio, and now he's on K-Rock in, in California, I believe. Ah, so yeah, I he's see. a big guy. Yeah, he's a good... It's a, a really famous he's guy. Right. And from there... Here I am doing comedy and weddings.
0: Nice. And now you're talking about politics in Mexico. And
1: now I talk about <laughs> politics. And you know what? I'm actually, uh, I'm actually happy that you brought this subject because, as you said, you don't get all the all the all the good news, or you only get like the briefings of everything. And of course, America has many different subjects to talk about. But when it comes to different countries, that's when you need the insight of people who actually live in that country. So that's this exactly idea right. is awesome for, for everybody and anybody who wants to be informed.
2: We should use that as and a like, blurb. or for we, No, this, blurb. Is yeah. perfect, this is perfect, man. Believe me, this
1: is perfect. <laughs> and let me tell you, uh, the character you just talked about, Emilio Lozoya, I have to go a little bit back so everybody will understand how he works uh, regarding corruption. The one thing you should know about Mexico, and the probably not everybody knows, is that Mexico is a big country. It's actually a huge country, and it's very rich. It's so rich that we get it, um, everybody steals once the government is about to be over every six years. Everybody lives with, you know, really heavy pockets of big money. And we make new money again for the next government, and it has been like this for the past forty years. I'm forty-seven years old, and every single time there's a president change, we know that the country is going to suffer because all the go- all the politicians are going to take money.
2: On, on the, Our, way the door, you
1: mean? Exactly, they take it with them, and then eventually we find out all the corruption thing they did, just like Emilio Lozoya. And that's when we realize that we are really rich because a, a poor country wouldn't have people stealing so much. Oh, so that's the, that's the number one thing you should know. Another thing that is very important for Americans or for anybody who's going to watch these podcasts throughout the world is that when you are an educated person, you have many opportunities to do a lot of money in Mexico. But somehow the people who are in government, they are the ones that steal it all. And in Mexico, you have two ways to make money, whether you're a thief or you're a politician. And that is, that is really bad because the working class people, they have a really tough making ends meet. And, and it's, I'm, I'm speaking from, from the heart. I'm a Mexican born and raised, and I travel the world, actually. I speak seven different languages. And even though I have such great culture and I'm an educated person, I can honestly say that when somebody offered me a job to be a politician, I declined it because I'm an honest person. And when somebody comes to you and they say, you know what, you have what it takes to speak in public and have like a public office. I said, no, I don't want to be in the middle of any corruption. I don't want to lose friends. I don't want to taint my name because that's what happens at the end of the day. You work for someone and that someone is going to ask you to bring some money and however you make it happen that's that's your problem and and it's very sad it's very sad that for example that small um thing you said about going to Tijuana and you know having the cop take your passport away that's just the smallest thing in the big pyramid of skank and money taken and all of that and it's not even about drug money believe it or not because for, our, for what I can remember, back in the day when I was a young guy, we didn't have so much of a narco traffic, no problems with drugs. And corruption has always been, unfortunately, a living part of uh, growing in Mexico. And, and it's sad. It's very sad as a Mexican to say that not all of us are corrupt, but most of the government, most of the politicians end up taking a lot of money. So if you ever want to be really, really rich, you got to go to school and then become a governor and then you're going to be completely rich in, in six years. I mean, people make money, people make enough money in six years to live well off for four generations. How can you even explain that? That's there, how much money they take.
0: Yeah. Is there any way to, um, okay, a couple of things for, so you covered a lot there and I, I, I want to get into all of it, but I want to start with this idea that what I found interesting about this specific story, which maybe we can explain a little bit more, but the specific mm-hmm. story is that it did not, as far as I can tell, it did not involve drugs. So another not at all. Mis- yeah. M- another misconception is that any cor- from America, you people right. from we the, United the States cartels down to Mexico is any corruption leads back to the cartel. Not necessarily true. Can you explain no. what this this specific story is?
1: Sure. Uh, First of all, drugs, drug money doesn't stay in Mexico because we don't do the drugs. (laughs) This is only like a passing uh, area. And the money is either in the States or Canada and down to the cartels and down South America. But the real money from the drugs is not in Mexico. The money that you're talking about, the corruption from Emilio Lozoya, yeah, comes from another way of money. And this is money from public uh, construction, from the Secretary of Energy. The big contracts that make a, a country work by several different companies that can bribe uh, public o- officers, that's where the big money is. For example, Emilio Lozoya uh, is the son of the former Secretary of Energy, uh, Emilio Lozoya Thalman, which is... Uh, which was a very highly regarded politician back in the day. They never found anything wrong about his term during, in, in politics because back in the day, governors and, and politicians were very clever. They were so clever that it was very hard to prove anything. Uh, they covered their tracks. Uh, sure, they probably had a lot of cases of corruption, but it wasn't as bad as it is today. I think the politicians now are stupid because they, they leave so many loose ends. For example, Emilio Lozoya was just captured in Spain. That was in uh, February, I believe. He was living a very good life in Malaga, Spain, in a place where only the millionaires live. And it takes, you know, like, like six years' wait to, to get a membership to live in the place where he was living because it's only built for mega rich people. So how can a Mexican official who is on the run can get a place like that in Spain? Obviously with a lot of money. So that's one of the stupidest things you do. If you're going to rob a bank, you're not going to go on a shopping spree because they're going to know it was you who who did it all. Yeah. They also say that Emilio Lozoya has videos and even receipts of the money that he... Gave away as a bribe. Okay. Who in the hell writes a receipt for a bribe? Yeah, How did you expensive. even sign money to receive as <laughs> a bribe? Yeah. And that is a great comedy material because. You just don't. You just don't do that. What do you do with the receipt to to
2: show them when you didn't get what you want? You're like, I bribed you. Here's the receipt.
1: (laughs) Here, I paid them off. (laughs) So this is something you show to your boss, and and you're off the hook. Just
2: to just to clearly establish for for our audience
0: who might not know who Emilio Lazoya is, as you said, he was the son of a well-respected okay politician.
1: Yeah, the Secretary of Energy back in the day. And now we're gonna go next. Emilio Lozoya, was a, uh, he, he was brought up in Mexico, he went to school, he got a law degree, he also got an uh, administration degree, and then he was sent to Harvard to get a public administration degree. So this guy is a very cultured guy, he's a very educated person. And then when he was young, he was even involved with the World Economic Forum. So he was a very respected person. People people would look up to him because he was a young, a smart and very clever person who was in economics. Then uh, Enrique Peña Nieto term came in and he was into running into be a president, and Emilio Lozoya was in charge of the foreign affairs uh, office. So again, another key position Brunetto. for any exactly for any candidate to to the presidency of any any country. Peña Nieto wins his presidency, and immediately, Emilio Lozoya becomes the director of Pemex, which is the oil company for Mexico. And back in the day, we didn't have any competition. It was only Pemex. Mexican government owned Pemex. And Pemex is the Petróleos Mexicanos, which is the Mexican oil company. And for people who don't know, Mexico is really, really rich in, in oil. Mexico has the Gulf of Mexico and we have tons and tons of uh, oil barrels and we produce a lot of oil. So that's one of the richest company in the world. Pemex is, is, is very wealthy and he was the, 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 the director of it. But so La Zoya, the
0: government. La Zoya became, um, he, he supported Nieto's campaign. And Correct. Then when Nieto got, got elected, what, what? was that 2012 when Nieto came in? That
1: was uh, 2000, 2012 to 2016. That was his term, yes.
0: Okay, so then when he came in, he immediately appoints uh, Lazoya the the, exactly. the head. All right, so already it feels a little bit, uh, you scratch my back, I scratch yours, possibly. Exactly, that's how it works. In some way. And then uh, uh, Nieto goes, de- or His his term finishes,
1: the no, but pre- before, before, before he finishes, this okay. is when it all starts. Okay. Lozoya is in a key position. Pemex is what calls many different decisions throughout the, the pre- presidency. So Emilio Lozoya started getting a lot of money, a lot of money. And now it's not only him, but his mother and his sister are involved. All right? So everybody's making a lot of money out of the blue. And you don't get that with any, any CEO uh, salary. Even if it's Amazon CEO, you still don't get all that money. But Emilio Lozoya started making so much money that he, uh, he started getting attention. And before he knew he was caught, they removed him from, from that position. So instead of, instead of cutting him red-handed, he was, his career was cut short. And then he moved to another key position where he made decisions for the public uh, building. And this is when it gets interesting because this is when Odebrecht, the Brazilian company, comes into play. And this company has been bribing all the countries from Brazil all the way to Mexico. And if you don't know, just look up Odebrecht. And these guys are the most corrupt company in the world when it comes to building. So this is what they did when they wanted to build something and they wanted to use the company Odebrecht. Company Odebrecht will come into that country and give a lot of money so they can win the contract. And obviously, all the money that they give us a bribe, it was a lot of money. So just for an instance, Emilio Lozoya just got $10 million, $10 million out of one small bribe so you can just imagine all the money that is out there not accounted for
0: yes okay so wow
2: okay so it was it was very obvious what he was doing
1: obviously to but anyone paying invest-
2: attention but nobody's really investigating you say who was investigating him the first time Where he had to leave positions is that you just meant like in general obviously no
1: one because he was still under the umbrella he was right. covered by the government the current right. government But then the new government came in, and Emilio Lozoya was still in key positions. But somehow, you're always going to have a problem with the new boss. And this is like (laughs) the mafia. This works just like John Gotti's mafia back in New York. Remember? Yeah. So Emilio Lozoya uh, fled the country, and he's now considered to be Sammy the Bull Gravano.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He now
1: has he now has information for everybody, and he's now uh, a protected witness. He's naming he's he's a rat, is what you're saying? Yeah, he's now he's now ratting everybody. Uh, he's been protected, and he has videos and receipts and memos of many key players, like ex presidents, former Secretary of States, energy, uh, public credit, you name it. So nobody ever ever has done anything like Losoya is about to do. Like, Nobody knows where Lozoya like, is at because people say he's at his home, been home arrest. He's not there. Otherwise he would have been killed long time ago.
0: Yeah. It's like yeah. He he's going to, he, he probably doesn't have long to live. Correct. Who knows?
1: Who knows? Because again, um, he has so many interests. Uh, many people will want to hear what he has to say. So but again, he's, he's running short in time.
0: So the pre, uh, uh, AMLO is the, the abbreviation for the current president, right? His name Lopez.
1: Lopez exactly. um, uh, Obrador.
0: Lopez Obrador. So when he, when Lopez Obrador came in, his big thing was, okay, I'm going to clean up Mexico. No yes. more corruption. He said he would get corruption down to 0%.
1: That is correct. Right? Zero. And then
0: that seems
2: it's, unrealistic.
1: Uh,
0: it's ambitious. Uh, ambitious.
1: Uh, Oh, my God. I, I, this, is, this is something I need to say. I need to say it. Please say Listen, AMLO, or Lopez Obrador, as people know him, he came in pretty much like a – he was more like a president. Half of the country believed in him with, you know, eyes blindfolded. People really loved him. And I say loved in the past tense mm. because right when Emilio Lozoya came up, and his story was, you know, uncovered and, and blown out of proportion. At the same time, another <laughs> investigator in Mexico, at the same very same time, uncovered a video where Lopez Obrador's brother is receiving money for Lopez Obrador's campaign to be a president. So how can you say I'm gonna fight corruption when my own family is doing corruption for me?
0: Yeah, there's video of him receiving bags of cash. I know, I believe, right? I how know
2: do they know there's cash in there. Do they have money bags on it, like the dollar? Store oh,
1: <laughs> they're talking about money, and you yeah. can just see yeah. the uh, packs right there. And you can see they're talking about how much money is in that envelope. Uh, oh, oh, there's one million. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No. So here's a million. Here's a receipt. <laughs> <things>. Exactly, <laughs> and let him know that I'm thinking of you, and that uh, million is for his campaign. So you know he's. A- his grass, period. I'm every wrong. single president, exactly, They've our current president, every single president has something somewhere, somewhat. Everybody has skeletons in their closet, but Mexican presidents have become really dumb because they really have not taken care of its own people. And when they get caught, like Emilio Lozoya, Emilio Lozoya cares less and he's about to blow everything up.
0: Well, this happens in, you know, this happens in a lot of countries when you have corruption and then the new president yes. or the new whatever, they come in and they say, I'm yeah, going to root party. out, I'm going to root out all corruption. What they're really saying is all corruption except for my own.
1: Exactly.
0: Right. right. And then we're the going to. previous corruption
1: sucks, but mine is smart and it's new and it's mine.
0: Yeah. That's what it is. Right. And so it doesn't change. So did the people did, you said they did have hope for a little while that things might change. Oh, they,
1: they had a lot of hope. Let me tell you something. Uh, you, you, this, was, this was unprecedented. Lopez Obrador came a president, more like a saint. People worship him. Wow. When Three, you post two. something on Facebook about Lopez Obrador and you make fun of him, boy, do you get hate mail back.
0: And this was 2018 he came in, right? This or- is
1: just Burley. Yeah. But nowadays, well, not now, but, you know, at the beginning of the year, if you will say something bad about Lopez Obrador, even good friends of yours who you know for life will come back to you and cuss at you because you are diminishing a respected figure. But not anymore because once that video came up, once mm-hmm. that video was actually on the news about his brother getting money, his, his level of respect went all the way down. He's, he's now one more of the guys. He's another good fella.
2: Right. Which must be and so... To, it's like worse because if you... if you, It is worse. It's because like, if, like Trump, high everybody high knows, is corrupt. But yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: People were expecting the best. Mm. And here goes another same guy doing the same thing. And at least the other guys, they didn't deny it. We knew it was happening. Uh, but they yeah. not, they were not claiming otherwise, unfortunately.
0: So now will he... I guess the big question is, will Amlo, L- Lopez Obrador, will he go after Nieto or will he go after no. um, Emilio no, no, Lozoya? Because no. he's saying no. he's talking big, like we're going to get him. They're uh, going to go down.
1: Uh, you know, they're going to cite. They're probably going to subpoena every ex-president, every ex-CEO, etc. Emilio Lozoya said he has 17 names, big names of big key players, And among them, there are the two ex-presidents and former secretaries of energy and state. But it's not going to happen because there's going to be two things. Either Emilio Lozoya gets whacked or Emilio Lozoya, which is actually true. Or Emilio Lozoya's uh, allegations will be not taken seriously now after Lopez Obrador has pretty much no credit. So that case is going to go cold. When it comes to news, it's going to go very cold. Right now, the big thing is COVID in Mexico. And it shouldn't be because even though we do have problems with COVID, Emilio Lozoya's thing is huge. It's, it's unprecedented. This never, ever happens. So I was very happy when you said you wanted to talk about Emilio Lozoya's case because this is truly the best writing at his best at the highest level. This <laughs> is nope. it.
2: What do you, what never happens that somebody names names? Nobody they're, ever they're, named names. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nobody ever named anybody. If you stole money as a governor or as a politician and you got caught, you will never rat on, on anybody oh, okay. because you knew he wasn't. It's a code. Exactly. It's a code of amongst, amongst criminals. There's, there's yeah. a code, but nowadays somehow with the his, you his know kids. social media and stuff, yeah. It's, it, I think it's better to to tell, to tell it all than to say nothing at all.
0: And he's ratting because he's in Spain and he thinks he's safe. Is that why?
1: He's in Mexico now. He's not even in Spain. He oh. got extradited. He was yeah, arrested, so that's why nobody right. knows where he is.
2: But he is he in a, is to a, be... in a jail somewhere? No, no, no. He was
1: supposed to... Listen, listen to this. Yeah. This is a great story. <laughs> uh, one day in the morning, uh, Lopez Obrador, AMLO, the president, Gives a, a daily briefing every single morning, and he's like three hours of daily briefings. <laughs> three hours, wow, about so. Yeah, he has Do to and himself yeah. every single day, and that is the worst stand up show ever <laughs> <laughs> because even though he's he, he tries to be funny, oh, he's boy. not funny. Those are the That's worst. Every, every
0: president around the world now, governor, they're yeah. all doing daily briefings and they all yeah. think
1: they're hilarious. And they're and they suck. They're well, Trump is, is completely hilarious. But, off. You know, yeah, <laughs> I know. I think comedians should become presidents because comedians will have so many things to talk about in the best way possible. There will always be a punchline every three minutes or two minutes.
0: Well, it happens somewhere in um, what countries? Somewhere in, the, in Eastern Europe. They elected uh, uh, a comedian as president. I forget where- That would be awesome.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't you love to watch his daily briefings? Of course. I mean, it can't be worse than most of these.
0: The well, current it will be at
1: least entertaining. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, when, uh, when uh, AMLO, López Obrador, was, uh, was informing the whole country that Emilio Lozoya was already in Mexican ground and he was transported to jail, uh, there was a big cover. Uh, uh, the media did a huge covering about how Emilio Lozoya was transported from the airport to the Mexican jail. Right? Yeah. So caravans and caravans of cars and armored cars and, and news media, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And guess what? Emilio Lozoya wasn't in that caravan. So how? He wasn't even taken to jail. They even lied to the president. The president reaffirmed everybody that he was going to be taken to jail and he wasn't in jail, my friends.
0: So you think the president genuinely thought he was in jail?
1: Oh, the president was, was mal-informed. He, he not- knew he wasn't, he wasn't even part of his own plan. He was the- left out. People lied to the president.
2: Who would do that? Like the intelligence? Like so, the- you know, uh-huh.
1: still Emilio Lozoya has a lot of power. He knows uh- a lot of stuff and he so, has money right exactly so he's so paying people of, off to I the I end think what they did they had a look-alike and they took that person to jail and it, this was this was a big a big scam a look-alike. Because, Let's a look-alike look-alike what a, what because a yeah even the media thought he was inside the caravan the armored caravan. wait can I, I ask so is not in jail nobody wants just, to be a
0: look-alike in jail
2: i hope I,
1: minister marco no, he's, can we he's just not in jail
0: Let's hold on for a second. Is this what you're assuming, or is this the No, 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 no. Idea this of is the what country. came out in
1: the news afterwards because look everybody, a a look. A everybody a look. was making fun of the president because he was informing something that wasn't true. So, yeah.
2: Turner, how much do you need to be paid to be a lookalike to go into a Mexican jail for? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, either pay and me a lot. You know what? You look like Emilio Lozoya, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, oh no! No, you don't. <laughs> 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 no, but you know what? It, it was on the news, but it wasn't on your news. This no. is something you don't get. We don't None get this. None of this, news. News. We None don't of get this was
0: news. on our news.
1: Yeah. No. If if you really look into it, and if you speak Spanish, obviously you can read it. But oh, the yeah. international news. You don't get this, this fiasco of a caravan transporting one guy to jail and he wasn't that guy. You don't get that. We got it. We knew. So
0: what can I ask you? What about this? Um, this the I remember when they were taking that like El Chapo was going down and uh-huh. he kept escaping from jails, right? Yeah, he was
1: because, again, he had money. He had power. Okay. and then he, But until one point, America, the United States, couldn't allow him to be off the hook anymore. So that's when they really caught him.
2: They, yes. Like, and then that's what he was. They brought him to Brooklyn. So. Yeah, yeah he was because he, he, wasn't, and...
1: he wasn't good for business anymore. Mm. Not for America and not for Mexico. He became a liability. Yeah. And, and now he, you, have you have another cartel leaders from other organizations that are doing exactly the same you thing.
2: You have a guy named El Mencho? I was doing my. Oh favorite. yeah, I love that name. So, the men. Yeah, well,
1: you have a couple now that are actually fighting what El Chapo left.
2: Oh okay. So
1: that's why we have a drug, a drug, uh, like a drug war in, town, in in Mexico, but it's not as bad as when El Chapo was.
0: So, what do you see? Um, is there any end in sight for any of this stuff?
1: Uh, you know what? Like what? Emilio Lozoya. Emilio Lozoya is hidden somewhere that no one knows. And even though though people claim that he was at the hospital because he wasn't feeling well, and now apparently he's at home uh, doing home arrest. Mm -hmm. Listen, when he was officially being transported to jail, everybody didn't know the real truth. So we don't know what will happen. We don't know if he's really going to testify and bring people down with him or if he's going to end up you know, dead somewhere, or if people will disappear as a, as a protected witness and nobody will ever hear from him again.
0: Or that is there a the chance? Three options. Yeah. That, that, okay. That he can, you're saying he'll, he'll escape. Option three is he might just escape and be up.
1: A- no, he might just buy his way out. Yes. Okay. Where he doesn't have to get dirty and people will just forget about him and, and business as usual, he is- he'll be gone.
2: Is his father still alive? who was the Yes
1: the I believe so, yes, I believe so but uh but the mother and the sister were involved because they had too much money, man. Listen, they sold a plant, a fertilizer plant, and just out of that sale, they got two hundred million just of that one little business they got two hundred million, and they made transactions like that so many different ones, so it's big money man that's why I wanted to start your beautiful podcast by saying Mexico is one of the richest country in the world. Yeah, it is really is, but it's not shown in people. It's always up there in the politics in in the higher levels.
2: Inequality for
1: the richest.
0: So what would it take for minister Marco? Let's say you became president president. Marco, Thank
1: you. No, he would not do it.
0: Just, okay. Just hear me out. I'll tell you what you become president. And uh-huh. you have to, you decide that you're going to do your best possible job to root out corruption in Mexico. What, who would you have to control? What, what are the big issues that would have to be fixed for it to happen?
1: I'll end up dead.
0: Okay. So it's not happening.
1: No, listen, <laughs> it, it, it almost happened oh. when Salinas de Gortari was going to be a president back in 88. Uh, okay. We had a great, contendent which which was actually going to be the president and got killed in tijuana and instead salinas de cortari became a president so if we would have this guy he would have changed mexico but this is not about politics anymore. Anyway. he should it's not have bribed
2: about- that cop he didn't know no exactly
1: <laughs> but let me tell you something it's not about what you can do up there because everything up there is corrupted as it is it's what you can do with the kids now It's like, for example, don't pay money to get, you know, the answers for the test. My daughter came to me the other day and said, you know what that they're selling the answers for the for the test, uh, for the graduation test. And um, and my daughter is very smart. She says, you know, I think stupid. They're paying like ten dollars to get everything answered (laughs) so they can get an A instead of studying. And I said, you know what? Don't you ever, ever buy anything the easy way because then at the end it's gonna cost you because you're not gonna know and then you're gonna fail and you're still gonna spend your money. So if you, if you can study, that's going to be free and that's gonna be with you, that for you. You have to educate kids. You have to educate people not to bribe the, the traffic policemen when mm. they stop you. Get your ticket, pay your ticket, pay your fine. Uh, Americans, when you come to Mexico, don't don't pay bribes. <laughs> if you <laughs> if fault. you get caught pissing on the street, well, don't be a dirty fucker and go to the toilet.
0: <laughs> go to the toilet, Kaplan. Pay... I was yeah, drinking.
1: Don't, I pay, had a... don't pay money for, for piss. pissing on the street. <laughs> uh, if you do something illegal, this is a true story. <laughs> and And a good friend of mine that you know, that we all know, during the Cabo Comedy Festival, this comedian, which I will not name the name, but does, uh, can I
0: ask a question? Does his, does he have two names that sound similar? First name? Or I, no? want, I won't say, but this okay, guy, Okay. okay I'll this, a guy,
1: <laughs> this guy went to a bar and he was hitting on this chick. And he didn't know right from wrong because he was already kind of drunk. And he asked her how much she charged for the night, right? Oh, come on. Well, yeah. no, wait a minute. This is where it gets really good this girl was so pissed she was the daughter of the police chief in town <laughs> and this guy gets thrown into jail obviously because uh, he insulted her yeah and she had everybody and she knew every cop in town so so before you know it he's arrested he's taken to jail and me as a local, I was asked, you know what, do you have any friends in, in the Mexican police that can help us release this stupid comedian who did this? So we all went, paid his fine. And oh this is a God. true story. This, this happened here in Cabo. But well, yeah. these are the kind of things you get in trouble with. And these are oh the kind of things God. you just don't. <laughs> Kaplan,
0: this is why you need to join the police force. In Mexico. Yeah. In Mexico. So if anyone hits you know on what?
1: Ruby, you That's, can take you him to what? prison. Cops could- are not even that bad in Mexico. All the federales and everything you hear yeah. in movies and say.
2: Oh, yeah, federales. Yeah. If
1: you behave, you're going to be off the hook. Otherwise, most tourists will be in jail, right? People yeah. who get in trouble are the ones who get thrown into jail. I'm blaming the And victim you mention me. it. The stupid college kids, stupid drunk addicts, or, yeah. or drug addicts. That's people who are in trouble back in the States, back in Canada, back in France, anywhere you live. If you have a bad lifestyle, of course you're going to have a bad time when you're on the go. Yeah. Same thing I have, in Mexico.
2: I haven't had any problems in the, with the Mexican police ever since.
1: Many, many times. No, no. Country. If you behave, <laughs> we are nice people. Yeah. We are like you guys are. Yeah. So it's a great country at- to live in.
0: In uh, in in, you're in Cabo San Lucas, correct? I'm in Cabo. This is a tourist town 100%. I was gonna say, we don't send, I feel like the best, we don't send our best Americans.
2: Oh, that's spring break, right? And like,
1: oh, you you know, when Trump said that about the Mexicans, (laughs) when he said, well, Mexico is not sending their best, sometimes I think that. America doesn't send their best to us either. We don't send our best. Th- no, we not
0: CABA. Well, no. no.
2: everywhere. We send our worst to all the spring break places to like uh, yeah, there yes. are
1: great Americans There are bad Americans There are great Mexicans There are bad Mexicans. Sammy Hagar is one of our worst in the, the, <laughs> the nature of people. It doesn't matter where you where you live. That's that's people being people. Yeah. So
0: what's it like performing down there? I mean, is, um, I know you've. Is that where you started? like you get to tour around, but is Cabo is there a regular comedy scene in in Cabo? No,
1: not really because since it's a tourist town, people are more interested in doing tourist stuff. so when you put like a like a like a comedy club eh, it's, it's not like in the states I see. in the states you have like regular days where you go get to see your favorite comedians. Sometimes we had great comedians in town and it's hard to even do a, a whole sold out because people are doing right. you know the nightclubs and during the day they do all the beach and all the stuff
0: but same like miami so I, I went to college in miami and there's all, there's a barely a stand-up comedy scene there's a little the one reason. now but because yeah, when you really.
1: visit as a
2: tourist you're not thinking comedy when you go to
1: exactly uh, uh, yeah. comedy uh, for 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 anybody who lives in the city is a reason to go out yes it's a reason to have a night out but you comedy in a, in a tourist town is like another attraction. It's not like Vegas. You know, in Vegas, you can go to many different shows and comedy is considered to be another show. So that's when you even get tickets and stuff. But in Cabo, since Cabo is so much fun at night, comedy is, is not, is not a, a 100% thing to do. But,
2: but do you, uh, since you're licensed to marry people, do you marry people in Cabo who get drunk like in Vegas and just like... I- mm, you know what? <laughs> not really, man. The yeah, weddings in
1: Cabo are very expensive. Oh, okay. Like we that. don't have like the drive-in wedding. The drive-in, yeah. You
2: should bring that no, in. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> no, man. You know what? Let me tell you. The cheapest wedding in town is about $3,000. So, uh, yeah. yeah so, no. I don't weddings. I'm actually, I, let me tell you a story. I did Eli Manning's wedding. <laughs> oh, I was really? minister. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, Eli Manning. When he was good. I'm not sure. When, when he was an what MVP. Was that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Minister that Marcos, was like, I wouldn't do
1: it. I wouldn't do it now. I was only doing it when he's here. Ah. I was like his college good.
2: sweetheart, I think. Or the, yeah, yeah. yeah and
1: it was right after when he won the Super Bowl. So it was a big thing. You know? Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I done a lot of celebrity weddings, and same reason. They spend a lot of money to come here. A lot of money. Yeah.
0: So who's the where's the um what's the for Mexico, what's the hub of stand up comedy? Would that be Mexico uh, okay. City?
1: Mexico City, without a doubt.
0: That's like the New York for comedy.
1: It's like New okay. York for comedy or like L.A. for comedy. But again, uh, stand-up comedy is a new thing in Mexico. It's probably 20 years old, 20 at the most. And it's been really, really big uh, 10 years from now. Yeah, about 10 years. That's when it all started to become real. You know, with the, with the real uh, timing, with uh, all the structure as a stand-up comedy... Because people back in the day will do anything just to get a laugh, you know? Yeah. Um, performances, uh, they they will do a lot of imitations. But now people are taking stand-up more seriously. And now they do have the structure of, of a stand-up comedian.
0: And Timing is that and where is if you want to be up, now you got on TV... Um, in the United States, but is is Mexico mm-hmm. City where the shows are filmed? Like you would go there to get on mm-hmm. get on TV, do stand up on TV, that kind of stuff.
1: Mexico City, Guadalajara, and Monterrey, which are the three largest cities. Monterrey. And I perform in all of them, and I take shows in all of them on all the TV stations there.
0: And then, can you? What about for Latin America, Spanish-speaking comedy? Is Mexico also the home? Like, if you're big in Mexico, can you go throughout? No.
1: No, if you're big in Mexico, you can make it anywhere. But let me tell you something. Every single country is so diverse. It's so different than Mexico. The the accent, the Spanish, is different. Most Mm. people don't know this, but the accent in Brazil, the accent, well, Brazil is is Portuguese, but the accent in Chile, in Argentina, in Costa Rica, in, in Venezuela, every single country, accents is different so when you become a stand-up comedian and you go as a mexican to do comedy in argentina you're probably gonna not gonna be as good because you the way you speak and the lingo is not the same like the argentinian zoo interesting okay yeah oh yeah it's a huge cultural difference
0: and do you guys have a comedy central like i know comedy central has regional like they have comedy central asia do you guys uh-huh. have one for mexico yeah. or is it Latin America? latin america cool? latin okay. america and where do they book out of
1: Mexico City
0: and okay. Argentina
1: and Argentina?
0: So if you're on Comedy Central in Mexico City, it's being shown throughout Central America. all throughout.
1: And if somebody does a show in Argentina in Comedy Central, you get to see it in Mexico, too. Cool. And that's when you notice that the jokes don't work as well for whatever is funny down there, down south in Argentina. It might not even sound funny to us.
0: Yeah, same language, but different country. It's like way different. We it's like watch English. British, you know, we watch British yeah. comedians, and sometimes we get it, and sometimes we're like, I don't care. I don't know the like. Exactly. I don't know the local like, tendencies of people in uh, exactly. Nottingham or whatever, you know.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Is, and, and in, in Spanish, it's, it's even more so because every country is different. The English somehow is is pretty much the same throughout the world. Yes, you do have different accents and different uh way to speak but in in language in spanish oh for example spanish from spain way different than any spanish ever barcelona right? barcelona is completely <laughs> different and the comedy is a lot different too sure you laugh but it's it's not 100 percent laughable like uh, um, a local show the do
2: you spanish think mexicans are funny in spain come on I was going to say, no, Mex- people are funny. In Spain? Okay. Oh, oh, they're good.
1: yeah. Spaniards are funny. Spaniards oh. are really funny. And they don't have to cuss a lot, which is really odd.
0: Why? Is the Mexican comedy dirty?
1: Well, you, you can have really dirty Mexicans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you have the Bill Burrs of Mexico. You have the Luis C.K.'s. Uh oh. Now you have the G uh the G- <laughs> You don't want the yeah. Louis
2: How's the Me Too movement down at night? <laughs>
1: I'm 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 mixing between Bill <laughs> Burr and Louis C.K. On stage, I, I love- on stage. On stage, on stage, on stage, is stage both great comics, so yeah. But yeah. I'm but I'm a minister, but I'm not a religious minister. I'm a yeah. wedding minister. So yeah. so so whatever I say on stage, it doesn't reflect who I am. It doesn't disqualify stage. you from No, not at all. And, and I had, this is the funniest thing. Sometimes I have a wedding in Cabo, and they come from California, all right, LA. And I go to LA and do a show at the improv. And I tell them, I'm going to be doing a show at the improv. And half of the people that was at the wedding, they're at the show. So it's nice. great, oh, great, 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 shit
2: crossover. great.
0: What, what about audience-wise? Is it um, like our Mexican audience is expecting something different from US or, or English-speaking audiences?
1: Oh, yeah. They're very... They consume a lot of stand-up. They, they go a lot. They, they love stand-up. And they hate it when you repeat a joke. It's not like in the States. You know, like in the States, you have a, like your jokes that work, your jokes that have been with you for the past 10 years, and you know they work, and that's your material that you love to do and people love for you to do again and again? Yeah. When you do that in Mexico, they hate you. Because they say, We're paying for you to say something funny, not something I know, and like ah. So yeah. you have to be very creative. You have oh, because they with come back over and
0: over again. The same yeah. audience. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, and you have to be very creative. Pretty much you can say one or two jokes, but uh and if they request a joke they like, you might say it. But if oh, you're a re- request. if you repeat a routine, they'll they'll never come back to you. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, yeah, they're tough audiences.
0: Well that happens. I mean, partially that's why when you tour in the U S you only want to hit a city like once a year because you want the next time the act, I mean, ideally this is kind of my generation. I think the older generation of comics like Seinfeld would do the same act for a decade. And then he, he made a big deal out. He filmed the whole documentary about himself writing oh, yeah. a new hour. We're <laughs> yeah, writing new he, hours every burying, year it's... when he
1: buried all the material and,
0: yeah, yeah, and I remember indeed. being a yeah. kid thinking like, wow, that's so amazing. He wrote A New Hour. And then you get older and you get into comedy and you're like, no, that's the job is to write A New Hour. You're supposed to be doing that all the time is writing A New yeah. Hour. Right? But, so that's probably better yeah. for you guys that the audience demands new, new material. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. When I go to the States, uh, I'm, I'm more famous in the States than I am in Mexico. Oh, really? Believe it or not. Yeah. Where's your,
2: uh, Turner, are there any comedy shit clubs? In, where is Alcamel? Are Where your parents have a place?
0: Acamal. Uh, well, my parents live part of the year in Acamal, which is in, oh, okay, uh, okay. just north of Tulum and the Yucatan. Yeah, real close yeah. to
1: Cancun. But yeah.
0: I've done the the comedy fest. They used to do a comedy festival there. Yeah,
1: I, I heard about it. Yes.
0: Out of the um, stand up, what was it called? Stand up records. A uh, guy out of Minnesota um, put his family lived down there, and he would put on this yearly festival. So I did that once. But it's all you know. That's not really a Mexican audiences. It's yeah. most of oh, the you, tourists. Tourists. And, and remember, I
1: don't know if, you, if it happened to you guys, but um, I don't know if, if you were sold out the whole time, but it's, it's hard to get people to actually fill in a whole place.
0: No, it was pretty. I mean, they were small shows and yeah. they did a ton of marketing because it was over the course of one week and they do it only once a year. And even with all the marketing, yeah, some of the shows are 30 people, yeah. 25 exactly. people, you know, in the back of a bar or something. Yeah, we had
1: big names here in town, and still, it was it was tough to get the rooms all filled in.
0: It's hard to compete with the beach.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's, to- <laughs> that's the biggest heckler of all. <laughs>
2: you need to take a page out of the government and do it. So, so. I guess it bribe some people
1: to get some
2: seats in there. <laughs> oh. And now you
1: laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and now you laugh for this but joke. Even if it's people not show good, up, yeah, exactly. I'll pay you five dollars if you laugh. <laughs>
0: Well, you said you've been up here. When's the next time uh, once this all ends? you think you'll be coming back to the U.S. to do some shows?
1: I was invited to do, you know, the regular Christmas parties this year. And I normally do a tour from July to all the way through October. So I'm two, three months up in the States. And I travel. I go all the way up to Seattle, and then I go to New York, and then I go down all the way to Miami, and then I do – I do Texas, I do Kansas City, I do a lot of places. But this year, due to the COVID, everything changed and swifted. so we're just on call to see what happens. Uh,
2: 2021, how is the COVID yeah, going in, your, in, in your area, you guys, relative? Where we are is very areas.
1: good, it's yeah. not as bad, because since we live off tourism, yeah. we take really good care of ourselves, and we take wow. care of all the people who visit us. You should see the way we we sanitize everything is ridiculous. It's just way too much. <laughs> people too get much surprised. Yeah. People get surprised that it's so, so neatly clean. And, and that's how it should be before Great. it goes away.
0: Minister Marco, how do people uh, find you? How do they follow you on, online?
1: Yeah. I'm on every single social network under Minister Marco. I nice. thought it was easier for people to just have one name. And you can find me also on my website, ministermarco.com. And I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, TikTok. L- wow. LinkedIn, everywhere. LinkedIn, as, LinkedIn and as, TikTok. <laughs> link, and even, uh, what's, it, what's the other one? Frenchster. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 the dating apps, because my wife will kick my ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, and, it, and it's a true story. One day I, I went to, uh, <laughs> to one of those dating apps. Back. Uh, my match was my wife so it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> well we got to no, do a what? show
0: together next time you're in new york we too.
1: should anytime yeah. man anytime i love to and uh it, it's been it's been great talking to you guys yeah. now you know a little bit more about you've, Mexican you've politics. you've
2: inspired you've inspired me because i was i've been saying i'm going to run for city council here in new york but now i'm thinking twice about it because i'm aware i'm gonna get corrupted no, you, you know I it's, I like the money, you, but I don't want to sell I'll out. I tell
1: you, everybody has a boss.
2: Everyone, ha- yeah, everybody has a price too. That's why a, Turner Turner loves true. crony capitalism. We like to say so. He's in favor <laughs> of this,
1: but <laughs> no, it's, it's actually it, I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to said what I just said because this is not something I do and I will never do. I will never be involved with government or politics. But what I am involved with is in speaking. So when I have the opportunity to speak up. And when I do, like, school school comedy shows, I do a really good show, and then at the end, I always like to close with, like, a nice message, you know? Work hard for what you earn, and don't get anything for free, because free things will go away and will get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. And little kids get it, you know? When you, when you talk to a kid, a kid's mind is virgin. They don't have any bad things in them yet. And if a- you can leave a good influence in them, maybe that good influence will work. Maybe not for everybody, but if. At least two, three people can get that message out. One person, another comedian can do the same. Another public speaker can do the same. And before you know it, we won't have corruption in the government.
0: Minister Marco, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you, Kaplan. That is
2: it. Uh, What should people do? I I would like Mr. Marco to talk to my kids, but in the meantime, we should get lost.
0: Get lost. (laughs)